I ain't told you yet, I'm excited about Sunday. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Some of them get saved. Yeah. Right. Amen. Somebody get saved Sunday. That might not excite you, but that really excites me that this yes, coming up Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday? Yes, sir. There's somebody that ain't gonna go to hell. Because of what we do up in here on Sunday. Amen. There's somebody that's going to walk in on Sunday that felt like their whole world was falling apart. And Sunday they're going to leave with God putting it all back together. Yes, yes. That excites me. That excites me. I got a word for y'all tonight. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. That's all I need tonight. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I just want to talk to you tonight. And I knew, I, I, I said, God, if I'm supposed to, you got to confirm it. And then when I went here, y'all just looking at me. I said, oh yeah, I got this word for y'all tonight. I want to talk to y'all on finish strong. Finish strong. Don't finish weak. Finish strong. Father, we love you and we bless you. We thank you for your graciousness in our life. Lord, we pray that you touch us, meet with us tonight. Speak into our hearts and our spirits. Set us on fire for you. And we'll bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. By the way, in 2020, God's already told me to push your praise, push your worship, push your faith. Especially when we're going to see God do the impossible in 2020. We will see God do the impossible in 2020. I believe God wants everybody to finish strong. Especially when it comes into the calendar year. If we're not careful... A spirit of exhaustion, a spirit of tiredness comes upon you. Mm -hmm. it, it's amazing to me. I, I, was, I was laughing honestly about it the other day, but it, although it's not funny, of how the, the holiday that is wrapped around celebrating the king, we, we have used it to, to get ourselves in financial binds, mm -hmm. and, and we have used it to, to get ourselves in exhaustion and uh, tiredness and, and and the whole holiday is supposed to be about celebrating Jesus right and, and we have turned it into everything else but that right uh, and, and so the old cliche I guess is true we, we should put Christ back into Christmas right Amen. how you finish is how you start and on January 1, everybody is going to be having what is called resolutions. Yes. Mm -hmm. And everybody is going to say, this is the year I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And this is the year this is going to change for me. And this is the year this is going to happen. And, and the problem is, is what no one has ever told us, it is the reason the year keeps on going 
like the previous year is because we did nothing different to exit the year right. than we always have. Yeah. It's not like January 1 is going to be this day that everything changes. Change happens in me before I ever see change on the outward. And I have to learn to finish strong, whatever it is that is. I believe I am to finish strong with Jesus. I, I, I believe I am to finish strong in my faith, in my worship, in my service to him. I believe I'm supposed to finish strong. I believe every believer is supposed to finish strong in that. I believe, I believe this is not a time to back away, but this is a time to push forward into the things of God. I do believe there are times and there are there is important. To take a day or two to reflect, to give God thanks, to, to, to get vision about where you're going. But at the end of the day, this is not a time to back down. This is not a time to just take it easy. This yeah. is a time to push. Yeah. Because you're entering into how you how you end it is how you're going to begin it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you end it sloppy. You're going to start slopping. Mm -hmm. If you end it full of passion, you're going to start full of passion. Not only are we entering into a new year, but we're entering into a new decade. It's the law of first fruits. How you start is how the first belongs to God. It's, it's yeah. first fruit. Okay. Not only are we entering into a first, a new year, yeah. we're entering into a brand new decade. Yes. What I do at the beginning of 2020 could continue on until 2029. What I do this year yeah. could have ramifications for the next decade. Good or bad. I, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it strong. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I want to be giving God my best. I want to be giving him my faith. Because what I do in faith now, what I'm doing now, God could be charting out my steps. Yeah. In the next five, six, seven, eight years. Yes. Yeah. Amen. What I do today. God is going into my future and preparing what my faith is like today. I, I want to finish strong. I don't want to finish weak. I want to finish strong. I want to finish where God is getting my very best. The Bible says in Numbers chapter number 14, verse number 24, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit within him, and have followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land. Whereinto he went. And his seed shall possess it. I don't have time to talk to you about it. Because I said I'm going to preach quick. But you know the story. Of, of Moses sending. The spies into the promised land. Yes. And they all had a negative outlook. On what the future looked like. Yeah. But one man named Caleb. That's right. Said it doesn't matter to me. 
how many giants are in the land. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me how many battles we're going to have to fight. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me what's going on. I'm on this side of it. Right. Yeah. But I can speak into it and declare we are well able yes. to overcome it. Yeah. And God said because of those tens, unbelief, you're not going to possess it. But my servant Caleb, yeah. because he had another spirit within him. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be like everybody. Well, everybody feels this way. I ain't like everybody. Come on, you ought to make up in your mind right now. I don't care what the majority think. I don't care what everybody's feeling. There's another spirit that's in me than in everybody else. And I believe this is, so I don't care what the economists are going to say. I believe this is going to be the most blessed decade of my life. And I'm going to finish it like I'm going to be entering it. I'm going to finish this past decade like I'm entering this new decade. I'm going to finish this year like I'm going to start next year. Yes, man. There's a different spirit because I follow the word. It means because he followed me fully. In another translation, it says because he obeyed my word. Yeah, yeah. He had a different spirit in it. He had a spirit that said it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter whether at this moment I feel small and these giants look big. Yeah. I know God's with me. Yes. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It doesn't matter how bad things are right now. There's a different spirit within me. That I know God is able to overcome this. Amen. I know God is able to see me through it. Yeah. I know God can get me through this time of depression in my life. I'm not going to quit now. I know God's going to save my family. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to back up now. I know God, this is the year that God's going to bless my life. I'm not stopping now. Yeah. This is the time God's going to turn everything around. The world's got enough critics. The world's got enough nays naysayers. It don't need one more. Come on, God over here in God's army. We need some warriors. That no matter how it seems, are saying, man, we're well able to overcome. We're well able to do it. And because he had a different spirit, God said, I'm going to give you what I promised you I'd give you. Yes. Everybody else is going to die in the wilderness because they didn't believe me. But you, I'm going to give you what I told you I'd give you. Because mm -hmm. you kept my word. Yeah. Right. And there was something different about you than there is with everybody else. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you're going to finish it, you're going to finish anyway. Right. So you might as well finish the year strong. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We all got the same amount of days, the same amount of time, the same Amen. amount of hours, yeah. the right. same yes. amount of obstacles, yeah. different people, same problem. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's good. That's right. So if it's coming anyway, I'm going to finish with God. I'm going to finish praying. Yeah. I'm going to finish seeking God. Yes. Yes. I'm going to finish praising Him. Yes. I'm going to finish worshiping him. I'm going to finish with the very fire of God burning on the inside of me. Because this is, I'm believing this is going to be the year that everything turns around. Yes. 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 
Paul, at the end of his life, he was finishing his life. And although he was finishing his life, I understand the importance of it and the spiritual significance that he was writing to Timothy. But I believe that it's also applicable for you and I finishing this year. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here at almost the end of the year. And here's what I can say. I fought a good fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Could have quit. Yeah. Didn't quit. Yeah. Amen. I fought. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't come easy. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't nobody give me nothing. Yeah. It wasn't tiptoeing through the tool. Yes, yeah. It was a fight. Yeah. But I fought it. Yeah. And I didn't fight a bad fight either. Put Timothy back up on the scripture. Yeah, or whatever. On the scripture. <laughs> he said, not only. Did I fight? But watch what he said. He said, I fought a good fight. Good fight. Yeah, yeah. thank you for hitting that button. Yeah. I have fought a good fight. fight. If you're going to fight, might as well. That's it. That's right. There you go. That's it. Everybody in here is going to get in a fight. Might as well get a good one. Yes, sir. Come on, life is a fight. Come on, we all fight. So if you go in the year, fight it. Fight good. Yes, sir. Come on, don't end this year in depression. Fight that thing off of you. Don't end this year down. Fight that thing off of you. Don't end this year with problems. Fight them things off of you. Come on, fight good. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I'm not going to enter into a fight to lose. No, sir. He said, I look at my life, and here's what I can tell you about my life. I didn't run at problems. I didn't run because I didn't like something. I didn't run because things didn't go my way. I stood right there, and I fought a good fight. Come on, that's a word for some of you. Some of you got to quit running at the sign of every bit of adversity that hits your life. And you've got to say, I don't care whether i got to roll up my sleeves or not. You in for a fight because God's got me here. God put me here. God wants me here. I'm going to fight for my family. I'm fighting for my kids. I'm fighting for my spiritual life. I'm fighting. No, I ain't running from nothing. Fight. Yes, sir. Fight. What's this? Keep grinding. Yeah. I feel like life's a grind. It is grind. <laughs> Keep persevering. Keep forgiving. Keep serving. Refuse to quit. Yes. Do you ever feel like quitting every Monday? Yep. <laughs> what causes you not to quit? Here's what causes me not to quit. I do double. Then what causes me to quit? Amen. Because I want to let that devil know 
Just because you put it in me to quit, don't mean I'm backing down one bit. Matter of fact, I'm doing more than I ever did before. Church people trip me out sometimes. Yeah, I do. Well, I'm down, so you know what? Let me just manage my life, and maybe I can give up some stuff. What? Put more on me. You ain't going to cause me to back down. Yeah. Right. You mean you're going to try to fight my spirit, try to fight my emotion, try to fight me mentally, and then you won't think I'm winning because I start giving up stuff? The devil is alive. I'll win more people to Jesus this year than I ever have. I'll see more people healed by God's power than I ever have. I'm not backing down. If I'm fighting, I might as well fight good. By the way, let me tell you. If you do give up, you're going to fight something else. The devil is going to show up somewhere else. If he can get you to quit one, trust me, he's going to know he can get you to quit something else. So you might as well just buckle up and say, listen, I ain't doing, I ain't backing down for nothing. Yeah. I'm finishing this year strong. Yeah. I have fought a good fight. Then he said, I have finished. Oh, I like this. My course. He said, not only did I fight a good fight, but I finished my course. Here, here's the interesting thing. He didn't say I finished the course. He said I finished my Thank you, sir. He said I have finished my course. Say it again. I finished my course. My course determines my fight. Yeah. If it's my course, mm -hmm. I fight for it. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. If it's my faith, yeah. yes. Come on. Mm -hmm. right. I fight. Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> if it's my livelihood, mm -hmm. I fight. Amen. Amen. If it's my income. Fight. If it's my spiritual wall, I fight. But I only fight what's mine. Paul said, watch this now. Because some of you need to hear this at the end of this year. I stayed in my lane. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed in my assignment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. The only time I ever think about quitting is when I get out of my way. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. right, I don't like I don't like this team. I was about to say I don't like this guy, but I don't know this guy. <laughs> I don't like this sports team. 
But last night, I got in bed, and there was this documentary about these two coaches. Nah, I don't like either one of them. <laughs> 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 because number one, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Bless you. And number two, because I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. All right. Thank you, three. <laughs> but there was this documentary about Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, coach of the Patriots and Alabama. And they adopted a saying 25 or 30 years ago. And here's the saying just do your job. They got it all over everything that they do. Do your job. Because yeah. here's what they discovered. If the defensive coach is getting into the offensive coach's knee, something's going to be messed up. Mm -hmm. yeah. If the quarterback goes and tries to have conversations with the linebacker, they lose them. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's getting ticked off. So here's what they say. Just do your job. Because if everybody just does what they're supposed to do, then on game day, Everything comes together. And if everybody's doing their job, they win. Yeah. The two winningest coaches in history have the same philosophy. Do your job and quit worrying about everything else. You know what I found out? The problem that causes me to want to quit is the moment I jump in there to somebody else's lane and say, well, they run away that. Hey, somebody. Would you look right there? No, dude, seriously. Stop what you're doing and look. <laughs> Is that right to you? <laughs> and you know when I get discouraged? Watch this. I get discouraged when I stop doing what God called me to do. And I feel like I'm not going anywhere because I'm too busy looking other Christians. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good word. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, by the way, just catch fish, let God clean them up. Yeah. 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 I mean, just let people run their race. He said, I finished my race. Mine. Mine. 
That's all I'm worried about. Finish your mind. I would love to tell you I have always been a free pastor. But I haven't. There was a time in my life where I was the most discouraged pastor I knew. And let me tell you the problem. Here's the problem. I wasn't running. I was critiquing how everybody else was running. Mm -hmm. I'm going to explain a thing to you. <laughs> a few years ago, me and my dog entered this 5K. And I prepared for it. <laughs> Every day. And they come get that time to race thing. And there was this woman. Let me tell you about this woman. <laughs> she was about twice the size of me. Wow. <laughs> she had a USMC shirt on. And I stood there at that start line, and I said to myself, Self, you might not be anyone else here, but you're going to be her. I'm going to just be honest. Looking at her. Marcus, just looking at her. I mean, she looked, you know, th th there's the tortoise and the hare. She looked the tortoise part. <laughs> and they said, on your mark, get set, go. And this woman, she took off. Now, I promised, I promised my daughter I was going to run it with her. <laughs> but at the start line, I said, I've already promised myself this woman has beat me. <laughs> True story. So I left Bella at the start line. Granted, Bella was nine years old. It was supposed to be daddy daughter time. <laughs> We had already, for the last couple of months, trained on the pace we were going to run so we could complete it. But this one, that I made up my mind, I'm going to finish in front of her. I didn't get, no, 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 Maria. <laughs> I had prepared, and every time I had practiced, I'd completed. Every time me and Bella had ran together, I completed it easy. I didn't get to the one mile marker. <laughs> And I was on the side of the road, <laughs> hand before God, 
suggest we're all on the same course. Paul said, I finished my course to let me know every person in this room is on a different course. And if you'll finish this year with your course, if you'll finish this year merging back into your lane and running your race, you'll finish this year encouraged. You'll finish this year on fire for God. You'll finish this year excited. I want you to hear me. It is hard to get excited in someone else's life. It's hard to get excited running in your race. There's always going to be discouragement. There's always going to be failure. There's always going to be you don't have enough strength. Because God didn't give you the strength to run anybody's race but yours. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. 
I could stay there, but I can't. That's a good one. So I'm just going to stay focused on what God's given me. I'm going to run that. And I'm going to run it at the pace God told me to. Amen. 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 hard for me to fight a fight in your way. Mm -hmm. When I'm in my way, it's easy to keep faith. Why are you quiet? <laughs> good word. Good word. Yeah, come on. Thank you. Who cares what your neighbors are doing? That's right. Well, this person over here is, you know, should I say, okay, I'll say it. <laughs> say it. Well, you know, Pastor John, I heard about this couple, and this couple prayed together six times a day. And they're the happiest they've ever been. And I just think if me and my husband would pray six times a day, that's their lane. Come on. That's right. Find what's in your lane and run it. Find what's in your lane and you'll keep the faith forward. Amen. You can't run someone else's race. Find out what works for you. Find out what God's doing in your life. Find out what you and your family can do to keep the word of God like Caleb. And you just run your race because you will keep the faith. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good word. Good word. People used to tell me all the time. Especially when I first started the church, when they used to have a lot of boldness to say whatever they wanted to do. <laughs> when I was young. I, they'd come up to me and say, Pastor John, I ain't never seen a pastor like you. Not always leave their life. I stink. I mean, good night. I ain't never seen another pastor like me. And then, then I realized, wait a minute. I started spending my life trying to be like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know the only person that was left discouraged? Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Come on, and I'm being honest, this is the first time I ever thought I ever called out any other church's name. But I would be over here, all in Chris Phillips Lane in River of Life, trying to run. And then I'd go over here to Mike Patchett's Lane at the Potter's House. And then I'd go to Rick and Pam Osborne's at Word of Faith. And I'd be all up in lanes. 
and then wondering why in the world don't nothing go right. Come on. And then I realized my lane, nobody was running. <laughs> yeah. Let me say this and I'm going to let you go. And, and, and many of you have heard it before, but, but I, I feel it in my spirit, and this is what this whole message is about. It's about the comparison. And if you're going to finish this year strong, you've got to drop the comparison. My Lord. That's yeah. Good. That's good work. Yeah. It's still in everything. It steals your energy. Yeah. It steals your enthusiasm. It steals your vision. Because it's not your vision, it's someone else's vision. It's not your joy. You're trying to manufacture what someone else has. And you've heard this story before, many of you, who I've said, but I had a buddy of mine who started posting online about he had surprised his wife to a trip to France. And, uh, man, here these, this couple was. Man, on them little boats with that person on the back <laughs> going down the little canals and they were just sitting back smiling real big loving on one another climbing these towers talking about we're in the city of love and my wife would, was saying to me why don't you ever take me to France <laughs> I'd like to go to the city of love. We're going to go to the state of Virginia. And so the whole time, I'm thinking in my mind. And I'm like, okay. And, and so I called a travel agent, and I said, hey, how much is this stuff going to be? And they told me how much it's going to be, and I just started talking in tongues. Told them, oh, Lord Jesus. And, 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 and so I started saying to myself, if, if I save this much money a week, you know, in 14 and a half years, <laughs> we can make it happen. So a few weeks later, he comes back, and I see him. He had been back, but a few weeks later, I see him. And I said, man, you've done put me through misery. He was like, what did I do? I'm like, man, all your pictures. You got my wife wanting to go to the city of love, wanting to climb towers, wanting to ride in a little boat down canals. I said, man, you don't put, I'm like, you have no idea what I've had to catch. Like, won't you plan nothing like that for me? That's so sweet. He planned that for him, her. He said, let me tell you something. The week before we left, she walked into the house and she told me, I'm not in love with you anymore. I think it's time we separate. I want a divorce. Wow. So on the spur of the moment, I emptied my savings account and thought if I could take her to France, she'll fall back in love with me. Yeah. 
And I thought to myself, social media can really jack a person up. Because <laughs> if I hadn't had a conversation, I'd still be saving money for Frank. <laughs> but instead, what's this? People, I want to help you here. Because I feel like before social media, everyone had joy. Yeah. Yes. Real. I'm going to it going out of the year into the beginning of next year. People only put their highlight reel mm -hmm. for the world to see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. That's right. And you compare the best of someone else yep. to the worst part of you. I just want to praise God that I got the promotion. And you think sitting there, praise the Lord, happy for him, thinking I ain't got one in three years. Well, they ain't got one in ten. Right. There you go. Yeah. And if you don't learn to just fight your fight, to stay in your lane, and to, and to keep your faith, you're going to finish weak. Not because you choose to, but because that energy drains you. I just wish I had their job. God gave you the grace to have yours. I wish I had a relationship like them. God gave you the grace to have it like you do. I don't know why I'm going through it. My grace is sufficient for you in your time of weakness. Amen. But compared to everybody else, you forget how blessed you are. Now let me stop right here and say this and then we're going to pray. You are a whole lot better off right now than you was at the beginning of this decade. Yes! At the beginning of this decade, many of you didn't even know who Jesus was. Much less showing up on a Wednesday night wanting to serve him. Much less wanting to do anything great for him. Yes. Much less standing in a church with people all around you and raising your hands to a God you can't see. Look how far you don't come. Many of the stuff you went through this past year, if you'd have went through it a decade ago, you'd have never survived it. Look how far you come. Look how many battles you've won. Look how many devils you killed this year.
there's somebody in this room right now. And you just need to make up your mind right now. I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying right here in my lane. I'm going to love who God put in my life. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to put Him first. I'm going to live for Him. Do I love people? Yes. Do I help people? Yes. But I can't run nobody else's race. I can only run mine. I wonder how many of you, you'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I want you to hear me. And I know I've exhausted this. I thought I was going to preach for 10 minutes. But I want you to hear me really good. Some of you, the devil has just stole your joy. All because he's got you to move lanes. Like, like it ain't really that much. He just got you to move to another lane. You ain't praying like you used to pray. You ain't serving like you used to serve. You ain't on fire like you used to. And you know what you're doing? You're blaming everybody else. And you know why you're blaming everybody else? Because you're in their lane and they, you can see them? If you were just in your lane, you'd be focused on your lane. Come on. We shouldn't have to be reminded how good he's been. So worried about trying to figure out who's saved and who's not, we don't even, we've lost the joy of us being saved. Yeah. Who's this a word tonight? Yes. Yes. Come on, how many people in this room right now? I'm not saying you are in somebody else's lane, but I wonder how many people in this room, you'll just be honest and say, you know what, I'm going to end this year and I'm going to begin next year and I'm going to finish strong and I'm just going to stay in my lane finishing strong. I'm just going to stay right here in my own lane and I'm going to finish strong. You gave me the strength to make it through this. Living for God brings you joy, man. 
Boy, it puts a smile on your face. Joy is not laughing. Joy is the state in which negativity don't rule your life. I really do believe this is a thief that is it, it, I, I believe whenever we have a tool we can use it for God and, and, and at the same time the enemy can use it and I really believe the whole social media thing is just a tool that the enemy uses to discourage us but one of the main reasons why I left the nomination church because every time I preach for somebody else's church that knew my daddy, they'd say, uh, we'd love for you to come back and preach. But, but, but can you tell some jokes next time like your daddy used to? Can you sing like your daddy? Well, your daddy sure could sing. Do you sing like him? And I leave there thinking, like the only time I'm funny is when I'm sarcastic and half the people don't even get it when I answer. <laughs> and I can't sing a lick. And I would always leave discouraged. Every, I mean, I'm telling you, I would always preach and discouragement would hit me. And I never could understand because every time I preach, like I thought like God, I would have this fulfillment and I never did I had discouragement and I was like something's wrong and then I realized I had to get away from the people who compared me to my dad yeah. because I'd never be like him and as long as they wanted me to be like him I would always feel like a failure yes. and it was like the biggest blessing the first time I ever went to a church that they didn't know my dad and they were like, man, that blessed me. Yeah. What, what I did? <laughs> like, that? That blessed you? Yeah, can you come back? You don't want me to sing again? <laughs> I don't know jokes. <laughs> I just stopped to tell you, and I know this went in a completely different area. And I want it to. But I want you to hear me. God put you in your lane for a reason. Your lane brings you joy. Your lane brings you contentment. 
Your lane brings you peace. Your lane makes you feel like a success. Your lane brings you achievement. And God puts you in your lane. Some people are going to be in the next lane way behind you. Some people are going to be in the other lane way ahead of you. You just run your race. And finish your race strong. So that when 2020 hits, you already spring. Father, we love you and we bless you. Lord, I felt tonight I just needed to take this time. I don't know who, how many this was for, but I know it was for somebody. But Lord, they're, in, they're leaving this year feeling down. Feeling like they're backwards when in all reality they're way ahead of where they've always been. I just wanted to tell somebody tonight, boy, that if we'd all just run in our race, we'd all feel that satisfaction and fulfillment and service. Bless your people. Bless your people tonight. May we go to bed thinking about our race, not somebody else's race. May we go home tonight and get vision again for our race, not someone else's race. I stand as the pastor of this church. I come against the spirit of comparison. And I declare joy back to your people. Joy overflowing. Joy in serving you. Joy in being saved. Joy. We bless you, Jesus. In your name. Now I want you to hear me something. I'm done. I'm, I'm, we're church kind of over. But I want you to listen. Would you find two or three people before you leave?